Guys, so it's our excited. podcast. We're starting it. We just, this was so spontaneous. And so inspired also. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, we, okay, honestly, disclaimer, like, real time, I was having a rough evening. Rough evening. And we were just talking, and we were like, no, you know what? We're going to start this right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've right. been talking about this for, I don't know, a couple weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, a week. A week. Yeah, not even. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just and so we just have amazing gospel discussions we're together, and we thought, why not share that with mm-hmm. everybody? Even oh, if so there's excited. one listener or ten listeners or a thousand listeners. Or just us. Or zero. Or, zero. or just us. This yeah. is, it's good for us. So, oh, so excited, we want to introduce ourselves. Um... So yeah, we are three roommates. We are all currently students at BYU. So to yes. start, I'm Emma Jackson. Um, I am technically a sophomore studying finance. I'm from Logan, Utah, and I have three siblings. I'm the oldest, so you know, busy life, fun time with my siblings. But yeah, so I'm Emma. Where did you serve? Oh, I served my mission in South Carolina. Thanks. So Columbia, Spanish South speaking. Carolina, Spanish speaking. Spanish speaking. Spanish. So yep, Spanish. yep, we're all Spanish uh, all speaking. speaking. Yep. Sure. So okay. Okay, I'm Riley Welch. I am from Wyoming. I am a freshman here at BYU. I'm studying exercise and wellness. Love all things food. Love all things fitness. Love singing, volleyball, all of it. Love it. Love my family. I'm the youngest of five siblings. And I have 10 nieces and nephews, so that's kind of fun. Um, I'm from, did I say where I'm from? I'm from Wyoming, if I didn't already say that. Um, (laughs) And I, I served my mission in San Antonio, Texas. T Sam, best mission in the world. Love it. Yep. Spanish speaking. Spanish speaking. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so my name is Reagan Adams. Um, I am originally from Central Florida. Um, live outside of Tampa. Um, it's on the west coast of Florida. Um, I am the oldest of five kids as well. Um, my family is everything to me. Um, I am a sophomore, also here at BYU. I'm just taking generals for the time being, um, with plans to transfer to somewhere to be announced later, um, next fall to major in animal science. Um, farming and ranching is is my cup of tea, so that's what we're gonna go for. Um, and I served my mission in the Georgia Atlanta North Mission, also Spanish speaking. Ganem geese. There you go. Yeah, so Riley and I met this spring um, when she got home from her mission. She moved into um, my apartment, my apartment complex and we literally spent like two hours together at a word activity and by the end of it we just knew we needed to room together and she's amazing I love Riley and then on move-in day Reagan shows up and she was pretty dang quiet at first yeah we were like oh no hopefully she can handle us and then we got to know her and then we all hung out one night and we were like okay fine we're besties yep and Reagan is also amazing (laughs) I guess if we have to be friends we can be I guess if we're here we live together might as well be best friends yeah all jokes aside we absolutely love each other and we're so excited to do this project together yeah so yeah okay so yeah Oh, yeah, I'm going to interject. This was, like, this has all fallen into place. Like we said, this has been, like, the last week. It's been super inspired, super cool to see, and we're making it happen. So we're really, really excited. It's just one of those things that, like, that you suggest, and you're like, ah, no, this isn't going to work. And then it was like, no, we could make this happen. And we are just... I like I know I've probably said this a million times, but we are so beyond excited mm-hmm. to be oh, starting absolutely. this. Mm-hmm. So cool. Okay, well, to start off, we kind of just want to talk about the purpose of the podcast. Um, so it's titled "Because of Him," and we were like thinking of what we could do, but we were like, literally everything in the gospel points back to Jesus Christ. So why wouldn't we call it "Because of Him"? Right. Yeah. Right. I think like <clears throat> ultimately what made us like come up with this idea was just like the conversations that we have on the daily. Mm-hmm. It's so so cool because you know every day you know here at BYU we take different religion classes and everything, mm-hmm. um, and every day without fail we come home and we sit down and we share what we learn in the day, and it's just so cool. And we wanted to have a way to share that with anybody else who is interested in hearing about it because mm-hmm. they are cool conversations, yeah. and it's I know it's like built my testimony so much like Same. already this semester yeah. just like. Being able to bounce ideas off of um, mm-hmm. just people who love Jesus, because mm-hmm. that, I mean, we do. Yeah. And you will hear us say that half a million times yeah. in every oh, yeah. episode that we do. We yeah. love Jesus, yeah, and it's yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. But, yeah. We, we really, really hope that you can feel that and that you can also grow your testimonies and your love 
for our Savior Jesus Christ through this podcast. That's the purpose. Like we, um, like we're busy college students too. We understand the struggle of, you know, not always having a ton of time to study the gospel or not um, necessarily like sometimes not feeling like you have a strong testimony, not feeling like you are heard by God. Like those are real feelings that are so hard, especially as a college student. So many things, literally, like I said, we were, I was having a rough evening and I was literally like, I'm trying to do everything right, but it feels like God was just like not listening to mm-hmm. me today. And I was like, oh, that's so hard. And I don't want to think that way, right? I don't want to think that way, but but we do because there's a natural man in all of us but anyway back to the purpose like we are here to share our love of jesus christ with you all and we want you to feel that love and to grow your love for him and i think too just like like really like having those everyday conversations like we're not here to like be like oh we're just better than everyone because we have these conversations every day like no we're like we're normal college students but like I think our love for Jesus Christ and our our desire to have him at the center of our lives is what drives us to share our testimonies and what we're learning with each other every day and we're like why share this with just ourselves and we could like use technology to our advantage right okay so and it's actually really funny um like just a little introduction or in, uh, interjection um we Riley and I went home to my house a couple weekends ago and we were up late reading studying our scriptures and my mom comes out she's like time for family prayers and we were freaking out over I don't know a quote by like Deuterific Dorf or something something and my dad was sitting there he's like you guys are weird and he's like you guys are freaking out about prophets and we're like no Jeff we aren't weird we just love the gospel trust me we talk about boys plenty but we just love the gospel so much and um it was also really cool because tonight like literally when we decided to come do this like an hour ago, I guess an hour and a half ago, we were like talking about our patriarchal blessings and all of us were like, we sh- we need to share our testimonies. We have to do this. Like, like Riley said, we're going to use it to our advantage. And so, yeah, like, I don't know. I just pray. I have a prayer in my heart. I think all of us do that you guys will be able to listen to this and it's going to be quick, you know, little things for your morning. We're not, we don't want to keep it. We don't want to take it really long, but just hope that you'll be able to um, sense our true desire to follow Christ and our true love for Christ and hopefully learn and grow with us. Yeah. So, yeah. And we just like, <laughs> not to like toot our own horn, but we think that we're like that these conversations are so fun and awesome like, they're really cool to us they're really cool to us so we just hope that you guys can feel that and and yeah like if there's anything please give us pointers we have no oh, idea what we're doing we have no idea what we're doing so please give us any tips tricks that you have any advice any correction mm-hmm. criticism we'll or take it all have any, like if you guys have any topics you want us to like study yeah, and work yeah. on too because mm-hmm. like I mean, yeah, this is like ultimately as much for you guys as it is for us. And so if you guys have anything you want to hear more about or want like our opinions on, yeah, let us know for yeah. sure. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Okay. Well, who wants to start us out? Are I you start? Yeah, yeah awesome. absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So I'll introduce the theme real quick for tonight. So we're recording this on November 19th. I don't know when you guys are going to listen to it. At 1044 At p.m. At 1044 p.m. Because throw back to the fact that we're college students and have no time. So yeah. and on a Saturday night is when we decided to record this. <laughs> we're in a study room in the Harold B. Lee Library. So, yeah. Okay. But, go. yeah. So, we know that Thanksgiving is coming up next week. Um, and all three of us are going to be separated for Thanksgiving, which is going to be so sad. But we wanted to do this um, this episode real quick before we all um, head out to go visit family for Thanksgiving. Um, so we wanted to talk tonight a little bit about gratitude and what that means, um, but specifically about why each of us are thankful for the gospel. Um, and we've each gone through and picked like a like a theme or like an aspect of the gospel that we're thankful for. Um, and so the theme that I picked was eternal families. Um, and you guys will you guys are going to hear me talk about my family probably way too much in this podcast but they like I said earlier they are my everything um and I yeah I want to introduce them to you guys a little bit tonight but before I do so 
I wanted to share a quick scripture, one of my favorite scriptures in the Book of Mormon, um, and it's found in Helaman chapter 10, verse 7. Um, and it's just the first half of the verse, but it just says, Behold, I give unto you power, that whatsoever you shall seal on earth shall be sealed in heaven. Um, and I think that verse is so, so powerful. Um, something that we hold so dear in this church is the fact that we have the opportunity to be sealed to our families forever. And I think, like, for me, I know that gives me so much peace um, because I know plenty of people, people who I met on my mission, just friends from back home in Florida, who don't have that knowledge. And it, to me, is so sad, like, so sad that, you know, that there are people who, who go through this life without knowing what's going to happen after this life to their family. Um, so I wanted to quickly just share kind of why I love the concept of eternal family so much. Um, and yeah, I'm going to do that by kind of introducing you guys to my own family. So like I said earlier, I'm the oldest of five kids. Um, and I'm going to tell you guys a quick story real quick. So I, <clears throat> when I was a sophomore in high school, um, at this point I had two younger sisters, um, Morgan and Jordan. They're ages, they're, well, now they're 16 and 14. They were they were younger back then, but uh, yeah, so they, yeah, we're best friends. I love those two girls. Um, so when I was a sophomore in high school, um, my parents came home one night and told us that they had, they had gone to the temple or something. I don't remember what it was, but told us that they had a super strong prompting that there were more kids that needed to come into our family. Um, and <clears throat> as a sophomore in high school, I didn't really know like what that really meant at all. Like I was like, okay, there's more kids that need to come to the family. Like, you know, God's will be done kind of thing. Um, and so as we, as my parents like spent more time on their news and prayer and more time with the Lord, they um, came to the idea that they wanted to um, start fostering, enter the foster care system. Um, and so we did that. Um, and the first day that we got our foster license, we got a call later that night that there was a little girl who needed, who needed a place to go, who needed a home. She was three days old. Um, and they called us and asked us if we'd be able to take her in and foster her until they got the whole situation figured out. Um, and so, of course, we said yes, um, and we got my little sister Ashton that night come to be my little sister now. Um, but it was just kind of a really, um, it was just a really, really cool experience. Um, for those of you who know, the, the foster care system is super broken, um, and it takes a long time to get those cases worked through the courts and everything like that. And it became very evident very quickly that Ashton was going to need more of a permanent home. Um, and so, you know, we worked through the system and when Ashton was about, well, she was probably, hmm, she was, hmm, I can't remember exactly. It was about a year and a half, two years um, from when we got her in our home, um, we were finally able to adopt her. Um, we adopted her in March of 2020. Oh yeah, so it was about a year and a half-ish. Um, so we, yeah, adopted her in March of 2020 and that was one of the happiest days of our life. Um, having that ability to, you know, finally have the, have the reassurance that Ashton was going to be in our home forever um, was something so, so special, but the story does not end there. Um, so March of 2020, COVID had just hit, um, and I graduated that summer. And so as a graduation present, my family, all of us packed up, and we went to our family cabin in Cascade, Idaho. Um, and we, were, we spent the summer there. Um, and while we were there, my mom got a call from our foster agent saying that Ashton's biological mom um, was expecting another baby. There was going to be a boy. Um, and she asked us if we would be willing to take him in and foster him. Um, same deal until his situation got figured out. Um, so we were in Idaho, um, and we were told that we would have a couple more weeks until, until the baby was born. Um, he ended up being born three days later on July 1st. Um, and so, and so we, we got the call that he, that he had been born, and we packed up, and we rushed home to Florida. Um, and we were met with my little brother, Ian. And so... It's just so special. So Ashton and Ian are biological siblings, which is super uncommon in the foster care system to have a family that ends up with both kids. Um, and then Ian was adopted officially while I was on my mission um, in Georgia. So it was just, yeah. So my testimony of eternal families is something so big and so powerful to me. Um, I had the opportunity to be in the temple when we were sealed to my little sister Ashton right before I went on my mission. Um, and it was just one of those experiences that I'm never going to forget, the feeling of just having that reassurance that, you know, finally, after all of the prayers and the fasting and the court dates and everything, that we were officially sealed together as a family forever. And so I think that, you know, when I think about why I'm thankful for the gospel, that is why I'm thankful for the gospel, because I have the knowledge that, you know, my family is going to be together beyond the veil, right? It doesn't end after this life. And I think for me, that is one of the most reassuring parts of the gospel. But yeah, that's my two cents. That's but. way cool. Yeah, I... I mean, I second everything that Reagan just said <clears throat> about her testimony, and 
family to me um, is definitely one of the most important things in my life and I don't know where I would be without them. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> and I actually just have a question. I was just thinking about it and I was like, honestly, I don't know. And maybe people on here also don't, oh gosh. Maybe people on here also don't know. And that's okay, it's okay to have questions. So we're just, this is real. Um, anyway, so I'm curious about how the sealing process works mm -hmm. for adopting in a foster child. Yeah. So you said you were sealed to Ashton, but then do you get sealed again with Ian or because they're biological siblings, does he also just become sealed? Like, I don't know how that works. Yeah, that work? yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It was a cool experience because, you know, it was something that, yeah, my siblings, my sisters and I, the older two, we had no idea what, what this meant, right? Mm -hmm. So my sisters and I were born into the covenant, meaning that my parents were sealed in the temple yeah. and had my my sisters and I. Um, so we were auto, we were automatically added into that ceiling. Yeah. Um, and so basically what happens is Ashton and Ian were just added into my parents' ceiling. Okay. So they weren't sealed to my sisters and I, they were sealed to my parents um, individually, right? Because we, we got yeah. sealed to Ashton in January of 2021, right before I went on my mission, and then Ian was sealed in like March or, yeah, March or April of 2021 couple months later and so yeah so it's basically adding the kids into the parent ceiling so they um, we weren't sealed to they weren't sealed to us they were sealed to my parents therefore added into the family ceiling okay. if that makes sense so they are sealed to you still yes. but yeah. through, through being sealed okay yeah cool that's cool okay, yeah. yeah that's awesome the more you know yeah. right the more you know cool well riley is that everything yeah okay sure i'll go okay um so i guess I kind of took a little bit of a different route, but I think the thing, like I just kind of found things about gratitude that I liked and that stood out to me. And looking back at what I found, <laughs> basically what I'm grateful for the most out of the gospel of Jesus Christ is Christ's atonement and the opportunity that I have to repent, become better every day. So um, let's see, where should I start? I found, I looked first in the gospel topics, which if you don't know what that is, it's a resource in the gospel library app um, that you can look up like any gospel topic and it gives you like a little summary and then it gives you like scriptures and talks and videos, best thing ever, I love it so much. Um, but anyway, so I looked up gratitude and basically the little definition for gratitude that it gives um, is it says gratitude is an uplifting, exalting attitude. People are generally happier when they have gratitude in their hearts. We cannot be bitter, resentful, or mean-spirited when we are grateful. And it was funny when I read this, I was like, oh, geez, I'm not grateful then because <laughs> um, I get bitter sometimes and I get resentful and I hope I'm not mean-spirited, but sometimes the natural man gets the best of me. And I think that happens to all of us. Um, but I think focusing on shifting our our thoughts, not necessarily from like, oh, I'm not grateful then, to like, okay, how can I strive to be more grateful, right? How can I strive to turn away from that bitterness, from that resentfulness, and that like mean-spirited feeling to be more grateful for what's going on around me. And um, Reagan and I were actually just having a conversation about that the other week. Yeah. One of our other daily gospel conversations <laughs> um, is, yeah, we were, we were talking about how I was like, Reagan, like, look at what God has done for you today. Like, mm -hmm. what has he done for you today? How have you seen his hand? That's something that I'm working on right now is like writing down the tender mercies of the Lord that I see in my life every day. And it seriously makes the biggest difference. The biggest difference. I testify to that <laughs> also. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I love too how it says people are generally happier when they have gratitude in their hearts. Like as I've strived to write down the tender mercies that I see from the Lord, like I've been so much happier. Like my stop stealing what I'm gonna say. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. My roommates can attest though. We didn't. We didn't actually. Um, but like my roommates can attest. I like I've been a lot happier since I've started doing this. Anyway, and so later down in the little summary of the gospel topics, it says we should especially thank God 
for his beloved son, Jesus Christ, for the Savior's great example, for his teachings, for his outreaching hand to lift and help, for his infinite atonement. And, oh, that just, like, hits me. I have so much gratitude in my heart for my Savior, Jesus Christ, and that's because I know him and because I have put in the effort and the work to put him at the center of my life because it's not easy and I understand that I'm a college student too like I know that it's hard to put him at the center of our lives to put him at the center of my life but as I've done that like I have come to be friends with my savior and and that gratitude just grows as I come to know him and um I think one thing that I love from the Book of Mormon, favorite book, love this book. Um, we all love the Book of Mormon. We all love the Book of Mormon, okay. Um, yeah, love it. In Alma 34, verse 38, um, it talks about just like gratitude in Christ. So anyway, it says, Take upon you the name of Christ, that ye humble yourselves even to the dust and worship God in whatsoever place ye may be in, in spirit and in truth, and that ye live in thanksgiving daily for the many mercies and blessings which he doth bestow upon you. Love that phrase, live in thanksgiving daily. And I think like, as for us as college students, and even if you aren't a college student and you're listening to this, like you have a busy life. We understand that. Any any phase of life you're busy and it doesn't ever slow down. No, no. Never, no. But, I just love, like, that thought of living in Thanksgiving daily and that, like, kind of what I said before, like, striving to be thankful instead of being bitter, striving to be thankful instead of being resentful, trying, you know, and I think for me that ties back into repentance and being able to be better every day is that, like, I am capable of being better and being more grateful every single day of my life because of Jesus Christ. And I think just like recognizing that I can be grateful no matter what's going on in my life. Like right now, I've mentioned this probably way too many times tonight, I was having not the best evening and coming here and doing this like i was i was bitter literally like an hour and a half yeah. ago i was bitter <laughs> asked my roommates i was talking to them i was like you we guys are, we were it, all mad because no, we're in this little, together it was a little scary because yeah. we're never like that and yeah. we all just came home and we were like wow today was not okay today was not a great day <laughs> but it's okay yeah that and happens, so yeah and we were we were like talking about this podcast and we were like you know what we just need to go do it. Like, let's just do it. Right and and it just completely shifted my focus. And I was like, okay, no, I have so much to be grateful for right now, right now in my life, regardless of what just happened or what's going to happen. Like, take a step back from the circumstance and or take a step back from whatever's going on and, and be grateful. And I found this quote by Elder Uchtdorf, and it says, instead of being thankful for things, we should focus on being thankful in our circumstances, whatever they may be. And yeah, yeah really cool. today, like, that really hit home. Like, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't matter what's going on in my life. It does not matter. I can still be grateful and I can look for the good and I can look for the, the things that are right mm-hmm. and the things that are, um, you know, blessings from God and blessings from my Savior, Jesus Christ. And and feel joy and feel gratitude, even if, like, it feels like nothing is going right in my day, you know, and and that's, I guess that's what what stands out to me about the gospel, and, and what I'm most grateful for is that opportunity to take a step back and be like, okay, actually, I did not have the best attitude today, mm-hmm. and... I'm going to switch over to being grateful and I'm going to repent and be better and use Christ's atonement to achieve that. Yeah. I love that. Um, that just, oh, my phone's going to start playing it. 
Um, I did not want that to happen. Okay, it's a song, and it's from EFY. I believe it was from 2016, um, What Matters Most. What Matters Most. EFY is amazing. Um, just a plug-in for plug EFY. For EFY. <laughs> so I, did, I did EFY last summer. I'm doing it again this summer. Riley Best is, ever. Love it. Riley's an EFY counselor, and yes. she was probably one of the best. Oh, Let what? me tell you. Well, I don't know She's amazing. That, She's yeah, amazing. I love, yeah. But anyways, I love music. That's another, that's a thing I failed to mention. Uh, the uh, Failed music, to mention. Yeah. yeah, we all, yeah, we all love music. Um, but there's just this song and it's called Grateful in All Things. And it changed so much for me. And like every time I listen to it and it's like, you know, life's this maze, literally the lyrics and like every step that we take forward, we can be grateful. And I'm pretty sure the EFY theme, like the next year was choose joy and like mm -hmm. we can choose to be happy. And so it's like, just like, I don't know, for me and talking about this, reflecting on my past experiences, that's another thing. I don't know, this is maybe a little off topic, but one thing that Riley did that has just like inspired me so much, like plug in for my roommate, Riley, <laughs> but no, but is a study journal. And oh, yeah. I had to do it last year for um, a class with Brad Wilcox, my book and Mormon class and my um, Christ and the Everlasting Gospel. I took both from him and it made such a big difference. But I, I mean, I know his hope was that it would stick with us and I'm like, it didn't stick with me that great. But af like after watching Riley, I know like cliche, but like oh, it's amazing. It. And I've started doing it and it's been, it's helped me to like really focus on those things that I'm grateful for. And also just like, not only that, but like just helps me remember so then when I am having a bad day, I'm able to go back and I can look at all the things that I am grateful for. And I can remember those impressions and those spiritual moments in my life when I was like, oh my gosh, the gospel is so cool. And so when I do have those down moments, I can, you know, like use that to carry me forward. Mm -hmm. Well, let me make a plug to Emma back at, like, <laughs> she's so cool. Well, that's something that I struggle with that she's really good about. So, okay, yes, I keep a study journal, but I'm not very good at going back and looking at what I wrote down, which... Oh, she's the best at that. So, yeah, she's really <laughs> so good at really it. She's so good at going so good back at and that. actually reading what she wrote down. And I'm like, yeah. what's the point of even writing it down if I don't go back and read it? So I need... I'm working on that. But Emma's really, really good at that. Thank so. You. And I, well, I'll add one more thing, too. Um, we were at the BYU devotional this this week, and it was, it was Peter so M. Johnson. So it was phenomenal. Go give it a listen. Go give it a listen. Um, but Jean B. Bingham was sitting in front of us. And, oh of course, yeah, we were fangirling about her. But one thing that Riley pointed out at the end was, like, do you guys, did you guys notice how little she wrote down? And we were, like, she really didn't she write down. Honestly, probably three bullet yeah. points. I'm yeah. not even yeah. joking. And so as we were, and like, we were, like, frantically yeah, writing, we like, three pages worth of notes. Yeah. So. And so, like, one thing Riley said after was just, like, kind of focusing on more so the impressions because you can always go back which mm -hmm. not a bad thing at all like write down whatever you want to write down not telling you what to do but like you can always go back and you know reread a talk re-listen to it but you cannot re-receive an impression so when you get that impression write it down well, I mean, and you can you can you can especially yeah. if god needs you to hear yes. it right. but like not necessarily in the same, same way same way yeah and in the same context situation right. so and i feel like yeah. i feel like especially like you know when we do receive those promptings from the Lord, it's at moments that we need them, right? So, you know, at that exact moment, that was what you needed to hear. Yeah. And it might not be the same when you go back and listen to it two days later. You might yeah. hear something totally different. Yeah. So I do. I love that. Yeah. I love like writing down promptings when we receive them and having that be the focus. Yeah. So that was just kind of, I don't know, that was just something that I kind of wanted to say. But yeah, throw that in there. Yeah. Love that. Cool. Okay. You're up. Yeah. Okay. You're up. Oh my up. goodness. Okay. So um, I, yeah, kind of, kind of like a hodgepodge of both what they're saying, but I um, just loved, I just love gratitude. I'm grateful for being grateful. I'm grateful for gratitude. And so um, I'm just, I'm so grateful for gratitude. And because it has made the biggest impact. Like it's had, I don't know, like it's just changed my life. Um, so I am like a firm believer and not necessarily like manifestation, but you will find what you're looking for. And if you wake up in the morning and you're like, I'm gonna, today's gonna be a great day and I'm gonna look for the good things, the adver the uh, adversity and the adversary are gonna try so hard to get you down. But as you search for those good things, like you're gonna find them. And so that's just something like super important to, 
you know, focus on. So um, I have this quote by Bonnie D. Parkin, um, and it just says, gratitude is a spirit-filled principle. It opens our minds to a universe permeated with the richness of a living God. And um, in my on my mission, I served, we all served in the South, so I think we all kind of uh, experienced this, but there were so many people that I taught on my mission that did not believe in God, and they were unhappy and they it was just mind-blowing to me because I love the scripture all things denote that there is a God because it is so true like everything in life the fact we're even we had the prompting to this podcast the fact that we have the technology to do it the fact that we ended up as roommates this year that Riley and I met this spring you know just all these little tender mercies like I was just like I don't know more info on Riley and I meeting I was in Logan um after I'm from Logan and so I was up there Um, after winter semester all spring just working and my brother was getting ready to leave on his mission and so I had like no desire really because everybody was gone for spring and summer semester to come back down here but it was a fourth of July activity and I just had like this prompting that I needed to come and I was like why it's like two hours down there two hours back home but I did and I met Riley that night and so that to me is just like a tender mercy of the Lord and like his hand in my life yeah well and then I was just going to share my side of my side of this story too so I like I said I was working EFY and I was literally here for like a week or two a week or two Yeah, yeah of like the whole summer and that's when I met Emma too and so it was just like the Lord obviously like placed us there so that we could meet each other because we are like like soulmate friends if that makes sense like we literally are like and so it's just like cool to see how yeah all things do know that there is a God because even just like that and then us meeting Reagan and just yeah like, oh yeah that yeah. was the hand of God in every way yeah. like I had been when I when I moved out here to Provo I had been home from my mission for four weeks mm-hmm. And I remember coming home from my mission, she and was I was fresh, was fresh off the mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember coming home from my mission, and, you know, my mom, she's a saint. She got the apartment all figured out and everything, and, you know, it was just, yeah, like I came home and everything was figured out, and I remember coming home and being so nervous to go back to school, so nervous that I wouldn't be around people who understood how important the gospel was to me and all these things. And I remember saying so many prayers and then moving out here and meeting like Riley and Emma and just being like, oh my word, that was the hand of God. Like God knew what I needed coming right off my mission and he gave me Riley and Emma. So here we are. (laughs) Well, yeah. So like, I mean, yeah, just like that. And like, we're so grateful for each other and you know, that's a tender mercy. Um, So I loved, I just love that, you know, again, I'll read it again, but it, being grateful opens our minds to a universe permeated with the richness of a living God. And just like, just like testifies that he lives and he loves us. He loves me. He loves Riley. He loves Reagan. He loves you. Um, he loves your enemies and he loves your children and your parents. Your and yes, he loves your exes. <laughs> boyfriend. Yeah. He loves, he loves, he loves everybody. And you know, we want that from him. So why wouldn't we give that to other people? Mm -hmm. Um, so that's kind of one thing. Um, so one of my favorite scriptures, I just want to share it with you. And I had marked this scripture while I was in, um, the home MTC. So I also graduated COVID year. So, um, I was going on my mission, all of us us graduated COVID year. Yeah. Um, so 2020 grads, we feel you. We love you. We're here with you. (laughs) you. Um, and I had marked this scripture in the MTC, Um, And I thought it was really cool, but it really didn't hit me until my mission. Um, And I really struggled. It was really difficult. And it was one of those moments where it was like, okay, is this really what I want to be doing right now? Because I think every, all of us really experience that at some point on our missions. Yeah. I think think everybody does. If you say you don't, you're lying. No, everybody, everybody, everybody has the days where you wonder like what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. So it was really hard. I was having a really down day, um, but I we you know we were quarantined and i just had i just had this like feeling that i needed to start reading my scriptures again and so i went back to my book of mormon that i've had since i was eight years old and i was just like flipping through and i came to alma and i it's pretty marked up but i found like these two two sticky notes that were just like bright green and bright pink (laughs) and i like and above it i had like 
you know, color coordinated it with some scripture that I'd marked. And one scripture was Alma 8, verse 15. And it just says, Blessed art thou, Alma. And I crossed out Alma, and I wrote in my name, Emma. So, Blessed art thou, Emma. Therefore, lift up thy head and rejoice. Thou hast great cause to rejoice, for thou hast been faithful in keeping the commandments of God from the time that thou receivest thy first message from him. And I, I just was thinking about that, and I was like, you know what? I got to cut myself some slack, number one, because... I am trying really hard to do good things, you know, and I think we're really hard on ourselves. But number two, like, I also need to be better at being grateful because, like, lift up thy head and rejoice for thou hast been or thou hast great cause to rejoice. And there was another song on my mission. I'm going to refer to music a thousand times (laughs) in this podcast, but it's called Look Up. It's a song called Look Up. And it's just... Like, you have to look up to notice those things. Otherwise, you're going to, like, walk right past it. Because like I said previously, you find what you're looking for. And so I have a little note, like, in my margin with this scripture. And it just says, even when so much seems wrong, there's so much that we can be grateful for. And, you know, the second part of that scripture, thou hast been faithful in keeping the commandments. I also have written... The Lord is never going to disadvantage us for being obedient. And so we will always be blessed for our obedience and efforts. And so we have to keep the faith. We have to keep the hope and we have to keep the optimism. And in doing those things, we will find gratitude and we're going to find those things. um, Yeah, like that truly that we are truly grateful for. Mm -hmm. And so I just I think that that was really cool. And so like I know kind of like to wrap up everything that we've all said, like and the name of the podcast because of him like because of Jesus Christ and because of our Heavenly Father, like being willing to give us the gift of his son, his only begotten son, we have so much to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. So I was like writing down as like we were prepping for this, but I'm like, we have the earth, okay? Hello, look outside. (laughs) I'm just saying (laughs) like- All things is out there as a God. So true. Like the, oh, every time I look up at the mountains here and- See, like, the why. Oh, the why. Oh, my gosh. The Wasatch Mountains are a blessing from God. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So beautiful. And the sunsets here, guys. Oh, Oh, they're top notch. Yeah, they are are so gorgeous. We were, oh, my gosh, we were at the football game tonight. Also, football. Another football, okay? (laughs) American football. football. So grateful. But we were at the football game, and the sun was setting, and I was like, Oh my gosh. And like, it just lights up Lavelle yeah. Edwards. Like the way that the stadium is built, the sunset oh, lights up the entire stadium. So pretty. Anyway, so great cool. yeah. Well, I literally wrote that down. Like earth, sunsets. Um, I love oh my gosh, the Tetons, you guys. Oh, the Tetons. Oh, and Idaho. Yeah. yeah. Idaho. We love the Wasatch, yeah. but we love the Tetons. Um, yeah. Wyoming too. Wyoming, the yeah. Tetons. Yeah. Um I put it, my roommates because I just oh, love you guys. <laughs> but I am, and like, like I, I'm just, yeah, I'm so grateful. Amen. Um, but I'm so grateful also kind of to what Reagan was saying, like coming home from your mission and being scared of like people not understanding kind of where you're coming from and the right, importance that right. the gospel has in your life. BYU, like it's hard. And everywhere you go, again, opposition and all things, you're going to find people who don't have the same standards and, you know, practice things different the way that you do. But being here at BYU is, like, the biggest blessing in my life. I, everybody, we like. We love it here. Yes. We love it here. Yes. Yes. about it every day. Yeah. Just, like, like, how thankful we are that a school like this exists. Yes, because so many people, like, again, you look for the bad, you're going to find it. But if you look for the good, there is so much good to behold. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just being in a place where you can go into your science class and your teacher's able to relate physics back to the gospel and we start with an opening prayer yes i think that's so cool like yeah a hymn and a prayer is, yeah or, the spirit is brought into every class yeah. here and it's so, so yeah cool. and i think that opens your mind to new concepts and which at times can be really grappling or yeah. yes right that's grappling. the right word yeah yeah it's hard to <laughs> grapple something yeah that's a word i think anyways but like yeah being at byu yeah. um i think yeah. too though just a plug um, if you're not at BYU, that's not a bad thing. No, you, one thing, if I've learned anything over the past, like, summer, is that you are where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You are where you're supposed to yeah. be. And um, so if you're not at BYU, like, okay. that's awesome. Yeah. You're where you're supposed to be, and that's exactly where God wants you to be, and that's exactly how you're going to learn what you need to learn. Exactly. So yeah. don't feel bad about that or anything, but, like, we would invite you classic return missionary oh my gosh we would (laughs) we would invite you to find ways 
that you can that you can have more of the spirit in abundance in your life yeah. because it's there there's so many ways to do it yeah, so many there are yeah. so many and honestly this is one of the ways for me like talk to people that you know and love about the gospel have me. meaningful conversations yeah. for me that's huge like huge way i receive revelation is by talking to my roommates about jesus christ Absolutely. like that's again part of the reason we made this podcast is like we want to to provide that spirit i get not provide it we don't provide the spirit the spirit is here yeah. but to foster yeah create an environment yeah. where the spirit can dwell yeah um yeah I love that yeah nothing wrong with other schools you know we we love everyone except for U Heck, University of Utah just kidding just kidding <laughs> even though we have we have the Utah. wagon wheel that's I'm just kidding I'm just kidding no we love we love everybody and we love every school yeah. it's especially oh yeah okay next next thing I'm grateful for I'm so grateful for forgiveness oh, yeah. both ways because I was talking to Reagan about this tonight um before Riley was home but just like how hard it is to, well, number one, forgive yourself for things when something goes wrong or like, you're like, why did I think that? Or why did I act that way in that situation? It's okay. Yeah. Like we're all human. Literally we all make mistakes. All of us. Yeah. Like, like, like everybody feels that way and it's okay. And so forgive yourself and, but also like the savior and his willingness to forgive us because we all slip up and like, guys, we have the atonement, take advantage of it, use mm -hmm. it. And like, create and foster that relationship with your savior with jesus christ as your brother as your savior and as your friend because i like this is my testimony to you my life has changed so much especially in the last three months that i've been living with these guys that like i cannot even express to you the difference that it's made to daily like to pray daily for help from god mm -hmm like through Jesus Christ's atonement because it has made the biggest difference. Um, and also, yeah, and like forgiving other people because like holding on to hatred is such a heavy burden. And we, Christ went through that, like Christ carried that burden. Literally, he carried it on his back on the way to Calvary, okay, Calvary Hill. Just he carried it so that we don't have to let it go let it let him have it and yet we take that burden upon ourselves so often mm -hmm. and we carry it for so long yeah. mm -hmm. right like it's a heavy heavy weight and we're like we're wondering why we're we're exhausted we're wondering why we're we're sad and we're bitter and all of these things when in all reality we can just lay down our cross yeah. right because christ already went through that mm -hmm. so that we don't have to yeah Oh, I love yeah, that. and I think like just adding on, it's it's hard, man. It's hard to forgive people who have wronged you, and to forgive people who have wronged those who you love. But I think like yeah, like Emma said, like we were talking about this earlier, and it's just it's you know it is a way of showing our gratitude to Jesus Christ when we forgive others, um, and it's it's a way of showing our gratitude to him because he's forgiven us, right? Mm -hmm. And that is ultimately why we're here, right? We're here on earth to become like our savior. Um, and if that means forgiving people who have wronged you, then that is what that's going to take, yeah. you know? Yeah, I love that. I love that. Oh. Um, another thing I'm so thankful for, the prophets. Oh, you yeah. guys, I love the prophet i love president nelson if he ever hears this listen <laughs> he's listening president russell if m nelson i <laughs> we love you so much and like everything i don't know i just we sustain you a hundred percent and i mean i just know like especially from this last general conference like how oh my gosh i'm gonna cry i'm so sorry but how inspired all the words that were shared were and how um, like relevant to my struggles in my life and the things that I was going through at that moment. Like I needed to hear everything that every single one of the prophets and the apostles said, because like, like without a doubt it is inspired. And I'm so thankful that we have the knowledge and we have the ability and of like living prophets that literally it is God's words. Like it is God communicating to us through like, just like we're talking to you through this podcast about our thoughts, it's literally God speaking through a person, his thoughts. Mm -hmm. So I think it's so cool. Yeah, well, and just 
something way cool that happened to me today. I literally like turned to my friends. I was like, you just witnessed the coolest moment of my life. I was like, well, I was like screaming because I was so excited. (laughs) But if you don't know me, I am very loud. So Riley is a very outwardly (laughs) excited person and we love it about her. But yeah, it's very outward. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Elder Uchtdorf was at the BYU football game today and we – my friends and I, we get this certain spot every time. And he, like, came and he, like, touched my hand. And he was like, go Cougars, in his cute <laughs> accent. And I literally, like, almost started crying. I was like, this is an apostle of the Lord. And he just exudes so much light. And, like, I just had the same thoughts that Emma just shared. Like, he is, he is a disciple of Jesus Christ. And how, you know, I just had the thought, like, how can I be such an example as 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 him and as those those apostles of the Lord that when when they show up at an event like that that you know everyone wants to be around them because of the light that they exude mm-hmm. and that light is Jesus Christ's. Yes. Um, but yeah, such a special cool experience that I had today. So cool. And actually, um, I'll share. I'm hoping, we're hoping at some point to get our families and, you know, special guests on here. Mm-hmm. As of right now, it's just us. But my sister is eight years younger than me, so she just barely turned 13 um, this August. But when she was, like, five or six, I don't know, she um, wrote Dieter F. Uchtdorf a letter oh, about so um, his story um, that he shared in General Conference of him on the train when oh, yeah. they were leaving Germany and how scared he was. And my sister wrote the cutest thing. She's like... I just love your story faithened me. And I was like, it faithened her. And it was just so like Gentry, bro. Gentry. We love you, Gentry. If you're listening, we love you so much. But like it was so profound. And he wrote her back and he wrote her letter and said, and it was like a full page, like single spaced, okay? (laughs) Guys, it's hard to type single spaced when you're in college. You wanted to double space, but he wrote it single spaced and he was like, I was like so happy and inspired to read your letter. And it was just so sweet. I'm so glad that, you know, me sharing my testimony, faith in you. And he quoted her and said, faith in. And like, guys, they love us so much. The prophets and the apostles, they love us so much. Like they might get crap. Guys, they're way better than we are. Are you a prophet or an apostle? Nope, I don't think so. So listen to what they have to say. Yeah. And so, yeah, but that was just kind of a plug. Like they really are so loving and so kind. Inspired. Yeah. There's a reason. There is a reason that they are the mouthpieces of the Lord on the earth today. 100%, yeah. yeah. Um, Okay, next thing I'm so grateful for. Grateful for hope that Mm. comes in Christ because, like, there is so much hope and optimism, like, because, like we were saying, like, when things get really hard, there's still so much to be grateful for, and it all comes because of Christ. Like, because of him, like, literally him, like, hanging on the cross and then being put into the tomb and literally defeating death you guys do you understand (laughs) like Like, we talk about that all the time but do you really think about it he came back alive after he died (laughs) like seriously you guys I learned so much from being an EFY counselor this Mm -hmm. year but one thing like though the testimonies of the youth are powerful Mm -hmm. powerful and that was one testimony that seriously just like impacted me the most was this youth boy he gets up and he was emotional and he was like you guys somebody literally died for us Mm -hmm. and he was like if anyone else in this room gave their life for any one of ours think of the impact that would have on our lives Mm -hmm. right and we talk about Christ's sacrifice and his death so casually mm-hmm. yet we don't let the magnitude of that sink in mm-hmm. like he died for me for my sins for my struggles for my infirmities all of it mm-hmm. and then he rose on the third day he literally came back alive mm-hmm. after he died yeah. for so, me so, cool. so that I can have that same opportunity yeah And, like, think about it. Like, it's not – like, last night we were studying – um, we were doing like a plan of salvation for Riley's Book of Mormon class, and we did it together as roommates because 
we like to study the gospel. Yeah, talking about this, I'm like, we need a better social. But we just love the gospel. But it was so cool because it was talking about like how, like, what are we trying to do? Like, what are we becoming? Like, what is our goal? And it's like ultimately to become like our savior and like our, you know, parents in heaven are. And oh my gosh, you guys, like, like the hope, like we have to become better people. Like we are all human and we're imperfect beings and like, but there's so much hope found in Christ because of his atonement, because of his death and his resurrection. Like, Mm -hmm. like death is a sad thing. Like we were talking about this today. Reagan just had um, someone really close to her in her life pass away and it was really hard. And like literally yesterday we found out about it and it was really difficult um, but we were talking about it and it was like, can you imagine like all the people, you know, that we taught on our missions and, but they just don't have a knowledge of life after death or don't believe it. And it's like, guys, there's so much hope after we die and we need to do everything we can in this life to like take advantage of what Christ did for us because he like, I would hate to get to heaven and have him be like, dude, I did this for you. And like, mm-hmm. you didn't even use it. Mm-hmm. Like take advantage of it. Cause you're going to screw up. We all do. Yeah. And so make it count. Right. Okay, also, this is making me feel really bad about a conversation we had earlier. <laughs> not, not like feel really bad, but just like recognize that I, I have a lot to improve on mm-hmm. because like me literally, like I need to be better because like we were having a conversation and I just was, I, I was being kind of judgmental. And again, we're human, it happens. But like thinking about it, like we were just talking about how everyone has the opportunity to change because of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so I need to not judge. Yeah. Somebody on my mission loved this quote. They said, I'm so grateful that the burden of judging others is not on my shoulders. Uh-huh. And yet again, yet again, okay, but yet again, we take that upon ourselves right. all the time. Why? Why do we do that? You it's so heavy. It's so heavy. And okay, literally, I had it on my shoulders until like just two seconds ago. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to be better. And I'm grateful that I can look toward others and recognize that, oh, and recognize that they can be better right but then I need to reflect that on myself and be like no I need to be better because I need to look at them and say okay it doesn't matter where they are they can be better because of Jesus Christ right I love that I love that yeah and so like like I don't know segueing all of that into kind of the last thing that I had written down was just joy and like you guys like you can I hope I I really hope and I pray that you're able to feel our passion <laughs> and like hear it in our voices it well. yeah but like the joy that just like pure happiness that lasts happiness is temporary right but joy is forever mm-hmm. and the joy that we feel when we talk about our savior jesus christ and share our testimonies of him mm-hmm. and because of him that joy is available yeah. and it's going to last forever and mm-hmm. again going back reflecting on your experiences writing things down and you know like literally in my journal I have been terrible at journaling, but again, Riley, thank you. But like the last couple weeks, I've just been writing everything down. I started one too. We're all here. But I just like, I literally have written down like 15 times, like I love the gospel. And I have not done that since my mission, like where I was absorbed in it all day, every day, like studying it and truly like going through it. But the gospel is so cool. And I'm so grateful for the gospel. And because of the gospel, because of Jesus Christ, we have the gospel and we have the opportunity to receive so much joy and so much happiness. And so why wouldn't we do that? Like, I just, I don't know. I just think it's, I just think it's amazing. And I don't know everything that like we've mentioned tonight, like our families Mm -hmm. and Jesus Christ, like literally just like as simple as a human being, obviously the most perfect human being, but as simple as... Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. He was, yeah. He lives, you guys. He lives. Not, yeah. he but, like, live. just someone, like, as simple as that, like, I remember, like, just, like, a little plug. I'm, like, I remember in middle school when we were studying, like, Roman history, and Jesus Christ was in my textbook, and I grew up, like, fairly, like, there was a lot of people, like, majority of people at my school were LDS, and so, like, we all knew about Jesus Christ, but it was really interesting to, like, hear about him from, like, a history perspective, because, like, they thought he was a prophet, and, like, that's just it. They didn't believe he was the Messiah or the Savior, and so, like, 
even at the very least, if you believe, like, if you're listening to this and you believe that that is all he is, you're wrong because he's way more than that. But, like, there's so much hope that comes from him being our savior and, you know, the joy. Like, I can't, I don't know. I'm going to beat a dead horse to Isaiah. But, yeah, like, so much joy and so much comfort and his love and charity and compassion for us, like, all come through the gospel because of him. Yeah. Real quick, just another plug. You're going to hear us talk about music, like we said, over and over. There's a song that I absolutely love. It's called um, Joy in My Journey by um, a group called City of Enoch. Um, and it's one of my favorite songs. And it talks about in that song how, you know, on the hardest days, it's possible to find joy in the journey, mm-hmm. which I think is so cool. And it's important to keep that mindset, right? And I'm guilty of it. Like like we have said over and over, we were all having a tough day today. And it was not very joyful at all the times. But, you know, um, there's, there's joy in the journey. And there's joy in the hard times. And there's joy in the good times. There's another song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Hills and Valleys, and I loved in my mission. And it yes, talks, yes, we all know it. I love that song. Um, it talks about how you know God is found in on the hills, obviously, but He is sure as heck found in the valleys. And you know, he's it just with us He's through, through the us. valleys. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. And it's yeah. I mean, it's just your choice of how you want to look at it, right? There is joy found, and you can find yeah. Jesus Christ with you in the valley in the valleys if you look for Him there. Yeah, yeah. I think, especially for me. I think joy is the thing that I that I bear my testimony of the most, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The joy that I feel because of Jesus Christ in my life and because of the gospel in my life. <clears throat> and, like, honestly, I can see a change in my life, like 360 change or 180, 180, 360 change anyway, either, oh either or. Um, <laughs> Since I started living the gospel of Jesus Christ, the joy that I feel. And granted, I have, like, not always had a ton of friends. I've not always had the least stressful life. Like, any, you know, different things like that. But I have been able to feel joy. And, like, I mean, I guess I can ask my roommates, but I feel like, Generally, I'm a pretty joyful person. She is. Oh, yeah. Riley, yeah, like we said, very outward, like, happy, excited. She's, yeah, Yeah. super. But, like, I can't take any of that credit because I know that it's solely because of him. Yeah. And I love how you said as you started living the gospel because there, I think – um, my brother, who's on his mission right now, he's... He's in my mission. Got a plug for the Ganem. Yeah, Elder Jackson. But he um, said something one time, and I'm probably going to, like, butcher this, get it really wrong, but just something about how, like, his life really changed when he started, like, actually applying the things that he was reading. Because, like, for young women's, young women's and young men's, you know, when you were younger, it was like, or if you were our age or older, you know, personal progress. And so it was like, it was like a That's literally a like a list of things that you're checkboxing. Yeah. But, like, truly living it and applying those principles in your life makes a huge difference. And, like, one thing that we love to do together is going to the temple mm-hmm. and, like, really focusing on that endowment. And if you're not endowed, totally okay make that a goal make that something you're striving for because it will change your life and it's special and but like you know really focusing on those promises that you have made and then practice keeping them and because that will make a huge difference and that brings joy Mm -hmm. yeah and honoring them too like I think um we we talk about this often actually we really do the how you know, one one quote that we quote from this most recent general conference, like all the time, mm-hmm. all the time is that keeping your covenants has to be more than good intentions. Mm-hmm. And when it is more than just good intentions, it seriously changes your life. Mm-hmm. It seriously changes your life. Like I, yeah, I've just seen a huge, huge difference. Like mm-hmm. I guess little tiny story I moved out here to Utah I'm from Wyoming like I said and I knew nobody and I was after my mission I'd returned home from my mission never did I ever think that I like would even think about not going to church but I was like terrified I was like I don't know anyone at church and I'm just gonna go by myself with all these other young adults and I was like oh my gosh that's really scary 
And I felt really alone for the first few weeks that I was here, like very, very alone. And I, the only place though that I didn't feel alone was at the temple. Mm-hmm. I would go and like just sit there in the love of my savior. And I seriously felt like he was just wrapping his arms around me. Like there is power in binding yourself to God through sacred covenants. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, grateful for that. Because of Jesus Christ, we can bind ourselves to God. Mm-hmm. And man, what a blessing, yeah, what a blessing that is. Absolutely. Well, and like, I, I don't know, I'm just so grateful to be able to live so close to so many temples like literally within like a four four mile radius yeah Yeah. there's like three temples and like there's yeah like it's such a blessing and so I would I don't know that's that might be my invitation tonight two things look for the gratitude but you know go to the temple often and if you are endowed make that a goal try to you know strive to make that a goal and even if you're a teenager and you're listening to this, like... Make the temple a priority. Make it a priority. Go do baptisms for the dead because those people that you're ba- that you're doing baptisms for had been waiting for that for so long, so long. And then in turn, you know, once you're endowed, you can take their names or other people can. They can do initiatory and they can, you know, make those covenants proxy for them so that they're able to return home to yeah. Jesus Christ and Heavenly Father. Yeah, one thing too, just... If you are not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and you're listening to this podcast, the temple um, is a place that we can go to. Um, We believe that they are literally the house of God um, here on the earth. And we believe that they're a place that we can go to to make um, promises with God to bind ourselves with him like we were talking about, but also to perform those ordinances and um, sacred promises for our ancestors that have passed on and that did not have that opportunity to do so. Um, And so for those of you who aren't members, um, we would invite you to learn more about temples um, and to learn more just about the gospel of Jesus Christ, about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, it's special, special to us, special yeah. to us. Yeah. For sure. And if I could real quick, just make a quick plug for the missionaries of our church. Mm-hmm. We, all three of us serve missions and I have the opportunity now um, to work at the Missionary Training Center here in Provo. Um, and every single day I spend time with these missionaries who have chosen to sacrifice 18 months to two years of their lives to go and to share the joy, what Emma was talking about, that this gospel brings. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's such a humbling experience for me every day. And so, yeah, like Riley was saying, if if you are not a member of this church and you want to know more, reach out to the missionaries. There's um, there's a website, um, comingtochrist.org. It'll get you in contact with missionaries in your area. Um, I work with them every day. They are set apart servants called by Heavenly Father to bring the light and the joy of this gospel to anybody who wants to hear it. And they do it voluntarily. It's yeah. not easy to leave your family for, for girls that's 18 months and for boys it's two years. It's not easy. It's not an easy thing to do to literally at such a pivotal time in your life to put your life on hold and go to a place you've never been before. Sometimes it's like I have friends in Africa. I have friends in the Philippines and my brother's in Georgia. I have friends in Colorado, you know, all over the world spreading you know, Jesus Christ's gospel, it's not an easy thing to do. And so, you know, they give them a shot because they will surprise you and you you will find for yourself that they are called of God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think that's it for us tonight. Um, this has been yeah. so yeah. fun. Uh, and so we fun. apologize if the audio is a little shaky. We, again, we're on this. a whim, We're on a new, this. yeah, this is a test drive, but we do really love doing this, and we're going to keep it up, this yeah. is going to be so fun, guys. Yeah. And then, too, just one thing that we kind of wanted to, like, close out with, to end with, is um, each kind of thinking of what we learned today and coming up with an affirmation um, that... So, like, the format, I guess, is, like, I am blank because of him, right? And so I think mine for today um, is 
I am able to repent and be better because of him. Um, that's amazing. Mine definitely for today is I get the opportunity to be grateful because of him, because gratitude has made such a difference in my life. I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I get to show gratitude and, um, because of him, I can experience the happiness and the joy that comes with being grateful in all things. Mm -hmm. I think mine for the evening is, um, because of Jesus Christ, I am able to return home. Mm-hmm. I think that that's something so profound, you know, through Jesus Christ and his sacrifice and everything that Jesus Christ and Heavenly Father has done for us, we have the opportunity to re- one day return home. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So thank you for spending some time with us and share with your friends and families. And um, yeah, thanks yeah. for Thanks for listening. That God loves you and we love you. Absolutely. Jesus loves you so yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, so awesome. Have a great Thanksgiving. Be yeah. safe. Eat lots of food. Yeah. And enjoy your families. Yeah. Yes. We yeah. love you guys. Yep. Yeah. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. 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 <laughs>